Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I am good. We are celebrating Halloween, our third Halloween together. Uh, When this comes out, it will be Halloween. So happy Halloween. Wait, isn't it only our second Halloween together? Oh, wait, no, because we've done three. Oh, Halloween I was, well, I was thinking like 2020 to 2022, but we spent 2020, then 2021. Now this is 2022. Math is hard, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had enough caffeine this morning. It's all good because you know what? If we have really towed the line <laughs> with our Halloween content mm-hmm. up until now. There has been very there's been no scaries. We the first yes. year. Well, let's just do like a little bit of like. um. Like a walk down memory road because then it'll help your memory. Okay. If anything right. else. Yeah. Year one, 2020, when we started the podcast, our little baby podcast was just a year old. And we did Halloween Town, mm-hmm. and the original. And we did Casper with our very first guest of all time, Kevin Mahadeo. Oh my gosh. That, yeah. oh my, I still remember that Casper podcast because we were just like, this Casper is a creep. Casper's a creep. <laughs> we never knew it. But Casper is a creep. We learned it that year again. So that was year one. I think that that was a pretty solid year. Yeah. Last year, we covered Halloween Town 2. Of course. Remember that? Naturally. Yeah. And uh, another movie that I'm going to try to... Do you have any recollection what our second movie was? Of course not. I have no idea what we covered last Hmm, year. I don't know what we covered two weeks ago. I certainly don't know what we covered last year. Yeah, fair enough. I I don't know why I asked you that question. You started this. I thought you had the list up. 
you know, I thought that it would come. It, it, I have a better memory than you, so I thought it would come yeah. easily. But obviously, not. this was not. Let me go back to if I do see all of our bonus content podcast on shit nineties uh, pod dot com. Let's see. You know what? What? Um, what did we cover? I think we were lazy last year and only did. We one just podcast. did it. We just did Halloween Town too. I think so. Unless, oh no, we did interview with a vampire. The doy with the with amazing Sarah Carradine. Who that movie changed my life. I always say that. It did. You know, it really didn't. I really was hyperbolic about it last year. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> I did. I thought that I did because I was like, I've never seen anything quite like this. This is so different yeah. and unique. Well, but, it's kind and, of it's kind of funny that we bring it up now because now there's yeah. a show. Exactly. That's right. Covered on PSR by Grace and others. Yeah. It's Philly? like Grace and I think Philly. It was Philly. Yeah. Um, no, like the first time that I saw that movie, I think I thought about it pretty much every day for three months. And that's why I was like, oh, this movie's changed my life. I mean, I feel like that's how I felt about, um, oh my gosh, now I'm blanking on the name of it. Uh, the uncle one where he's a lawyer and it's the baby my Dia. Cousin Vinny. Yes, my cousin Vinny. Thank you. Yeah. That movie I legitimately thought about and quoted every single day for like a week, a few weeks. Yeah, I still exactly. love it. That movie exactly. My life. Yeah, I really liked that podcast and that. So you know, you could check that out. And then for your three, um, we are covering how we covered Halloween Town three, Halloween Town High. Yeah, and then so the whole reason why I told this story, which Jesus Christ, like. <laughs> long-winded as fuck but the reason why i told the story is because like to be fair none of these movies have been scary like interview with a vampire debatable but i think it's more dramatic than scary it's yeah there's not like jump scares or anything like that right and the 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 reasoning is jessica a sterling is a fucking wimp and a half yeah i'm not you are the biggest wimp I don't think I'm the biggest wimp. I've seen some scary things in my life. Name five scary movies that you've seen. I have seen The Ring. I have seen The Grudge. I have seen like a few of the Saw movies. Probably, I think I've seen Saws one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. I recently saw the some like House on a Hill or The House on the Hill or something like that. I recently Mm -hmm. saw that. I've seen Scream. All right, so you've seen plenty of scary movies. Thank you. Yeah, so you're, maybe you're not super. What's the scariest movie you think you've ever seen? I mean, only going based off of my own memory, I felt like the one that scared me the most was The Ring. Right, because the thing is, though, like when we saw The Ring, we were in middle school or high school. Yeah. And we, like you could not convince me otherwise that that bitch was not coming through our TV. That's what I'm, and it was like, it was the crawling. Yeah, like, the it crawling was, is horrible. It was everything. The grudge also got me because of the like the noise, like, uh, like that <laughs> for a long yeah. time freaked me out. It's pretty good. Thank you. But yeah, no, I, I what I've discovered is like, Beyond scary movies, there are like subgenres, right? Correct. Yeah. And so there are certain genres that I'm totally cool with. And it turns out slasher flicks, totally cool with because Scream is a slasher flick. I would also consider, I know what you did last summer, a slasher flick. And it's more because, and I think it's also specifically like 90s slasher movies are really fun. 
specifically because they're so ridiculous that like a lot of it you're laughing at you're not like ah! like scared out of your skin right and there wasn't that many jump scares i think that there were like one or two maybe in this yeah i could in, i, I can count on one summer. hand so that's it's totally passable yeah so um my history with horror films is like i don't love it but i don't hate it um i think that the scariest movie that i've ever seen that's still bothers me to this day is the orphan and i think it's the psychological thriller of it all um so it, it stars the one of the i mean this this bitch i hate her because i Ew, hate, her I hate the, the even the poster yeah I, you know what i won't do yeah. creepy children yeah get, get out of here what do you think that the orphan is about if you had to guess okay let me look at this poster again yeah so i think that this little girl in the poster oh my god on the poster it says there's something wrong with esther yeah um, there's something think, wrong with esther i think esther is an orphan who yeah <laughs> <laughs> who is and, like, and who is like the kid from sixth sense where mm. he like you know the i see dead people but right. I think what she does, I think she's evil. I think she mm. kills people, and that's why she's she killed her parents. I think mm -hmm. she's been in foster home after foster home. No one wants to adopt her because she's freaking creepy, to be honest. Yeah. She has a real bad case of RBF. Girl, those pigtails ain't going to help you. No. Like, they're not cute enough to get back past the RBF you have on your face right, right now. She is a stone-cold killer, killer. And I think the way she kills is I think she waits till it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. And then she like finds you in your bed and then all of a sudden her eyes go black <laughs> and yeah. her mouth just goes like, like really <laughs> wide. And then I think she like, her hands turn into claws and she rips yeah. you to shreds. Okay. That's oh, great. Now, now do you want, do you want a spoiler or yeah, I'm spoiler? never going to watch this movie. So okay. spoilers for orphan for anybody who hasn't seen it and wants to. Okay. So say like you are 85% correct, except what, do you say if I tell you that all of that's correct? Like Esther's an orphan. She killed her parents. Yes. She uh, went from foster home to foster home. Mysterious things happen. What happens if I tell you all of that? But in reality, she's actually like 35 posing <gasps> as Ew, a child. I hate it more. Yeah. Ew. And on top of that, she tries to seduce her adoptive father. <gasps> No. tries to murder her deaf step uh, adopted sibling oh my how does she kill deaf. people though i think like by a knife or something i don't oh wait totally she's remember. not like supernatural or anything she's like not I supernatural okay. she's just a young looking sociopath adult you ew, ew, that is so much worse. Like, is, it, is this know. based off of something? Because I feel like there was a whole police. So thing. there was a story years after that came out and claimed it was like the same thing, but I don't know if it well, was. All I know was there was legs. a girl who looked very young. She was yeah. actually old and she posed as a kid to like get yeah. adopted and that, stuff. I saw that article actually. Yeah. And it was it was years after this movie. And I was like, is this a real story or is this like yeah. wiped from but yeah. horrifying? It's literally my least or it's the scariest movie that I've ever seen for yeah. me because I think it's just like the creepiness of it that really yeah. gets me. Yeah. It I think okay, I really hate the like scary kids stuff, but it's yeah. so much worse if it is someone posing as a yeah. child. How old was the person playing? Um so the girl. I think that she was in her early twenties. 
Okay, so like, I mean, not that she's bad because she's supposed she's to be like the, ten or something. Yeah, right? she's in the Hunger Games. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, right. in the second Hunger Games or something. Right. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember Isabella Furman. Um, what says that her real name? Yes, I'm sorry. This is the actress's name. Yeah. Oh, she was um, born in '97. Mm-hmm. Um, and Orphan came out in 2009, so she was only 12. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like she was in her early 20s. <laughs> well, whatever. But also, she was fucking <gasps> seducing her adoptive father. They need a second young? one. No. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. I forgot to say one of the other scariest movies. I don't know that I've seen all of it. I want to say like. I don't know if my friend watched it or like my neighbor watched it. Anyway, the movie, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm like jealous. What friend? <laughs> well, this was when I was a kid. Oh, um, okay. I don't remember how I was exposed to it, but fucking it, man. Like oh, all yeah. I remember, and it haunts me to this day, is the bed sheets swaying in the breeze. And suddenly there's a fucking clown right between them. And Did it's fucking it? horrifying. Did you see the... Um, the the new it of course i did not i don't want to traumatize myself mm. so like it has a lot of jump scares talking about jump scares that's what i'm saying and th- yeah. okay so i saw that movie in theaters with my best friend jillian and her um ex-boyfriend then boyfriend of course and this motherfucker like he like was the biggest horror movie buff in the entire galaxy he loved horror movies yeah and like he really wanted us to see this and we were kind of scared blah 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 this motherfucker and like the 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 movie like the remake is like pretty much scene by scene the same movie sure oh is it okay knew when the scariest part of the movie was and went to the bathroom this fucker and because, he's supposed to be the biggest fan ever, and he yeah. doesn't want to sit through the scary parts. I, yeah, this motherfucker was like, he just like got up and left to go to the bathroom, and like Jillian and I were like, okay, whatever. And then the scariest part happened. So after the fact, I was like, yo, douchebag. Um, didn't call him that, but I was like, yo, like what? Like you left during the scariest part. Like you are a scaredy cat in hiding. Um. That's not fair. If he's gonna like drag you to see it, he needs to stick for the I scary know. parts. Ugh. I know. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm obviously not one for the scary movies, but like having watched Scream and having watched, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Um, I really feel and and again that let me look it up. House on the Hill, I think mm-hmm. is what it's called. Um. Um, no, this is definitely <laughs> not it. This looks yeah. terrifying. Yeah, so I saw um House on, on Haunted Hill. That's a Netflix series. Nope, it's not that either. Oh my uh, gosh, the guy from Thor is in it. The hot guy I'm, from Thor? The, the main guy, the th- guy who plays Thor, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. I'm working Love my him. way backwards now. This is just, this is, who cares? It's a podcast. I'm going on IMDb. I searched Thor just to get to Chris <laughs> worth to now okay. work backwards to find the movie that he was in that i literally watched okay had to have been a week ago um this oh. is how bad my memory is the cabin oh. in the woods the cabin in the woods What's none the of the words that i said literal fuck jessica that is not none of the same because words all the scary movies sound the same it's always about some abandoned place up in the woods mm-hmm. like Anyway, so this film um, was a 2011 film. And Will yeah. was like, oh, we should watch it. Shout out to our friend Ariel, a legend, icon. We love him. 
he was the one who was talking about it. And Will was like, I've seen it. I think you'll like it. Very similar to these other types of movies where there's like a slasher flick where there's a group of friends and you know, you know, people are getting offed. And it, uh, my favorite game is to play is who's going to die first and who oh. will be the survivor. Yeah, that's a that's a very good game to play. I got to say, I was pretty spot on with, I know you did for, with the Cabin in the Woods and with I Know You Did Last Summer. Uh, okay. I could peg a, um, what are they called? Uh, final Red girl. I could peg a oh, final yeah. girl a mile away. Well, yeah. And like mainly they usually are in the front of the picture. And if you look at I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay, Jennifer to be fair, I didn't look picture. at that. I didn't look at oh, that. Okay. But And in this movie, let's talk about the cast a little bit. Because in this movie, we have some very iconic people. And so for me, it's not like it would have been obvious based on the, the cast members. Because yeah. they're all iconic. That's true. So like the thing is, especially with this movie, is that you really have 90s Hollywood royalty. And I think that mm -hmm. that is the biggest headline when it comes to I Know What You Did Last Summer. Because so back in the 90s, Scream was the biggest horror movie franchise of the decade. Yeah. Only second. No, only first. Well, no. I know what you did last summer is only second to Scream. <laughs> yes, because Scream came out in 96 and I know what you did last summer came out in 97. Right. So I was like, so, wow, that's kind of crazy that it's like yeah. back to back. Yeah, and, and then the, the thing is, is that everybody compares these two movies, and usually course. the sentiment is that Scream is miles ahead of I Know What You Did Last Summer. I really like both of them. I don't know. Like, I, again, I, um, I thought they were both wonderful, but we also are like, we're not saying the major headline, the other major headline. What's that? Is that the pe person who created both of these mm, yes. is Kevin Williamson. Yeah, so that is the biggest headline. And if you are someone that only frequents our bonus content, the reason why that's relevant is because the creator of the of Dawson's Creek, the show that we have been covering since the beginning of 2022, 21. Um, is Calvin Williamson, of yes. course. And, and he created I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream. Like, he is – and this makes sense as to why, like, Dawson's Creek has some, like, very, like, silly Halloween movies because it fits right in. When you think about yeah. season one's Halloween episode of Dawson's Creek, it's like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's uh, – especially when Kevin Williamson was involved, there was kind of a yearly Halloween-themed episode or there's also been a lot of like mystery bottle yes. episodes where, oh, like let's solve the mystery. And I remember the first time I saw it uh, in season one of Dawson's Creek, I was really thinking to you, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, what are we it doing? Felt very tonally different than the rest right. of the series, but it feels tonally aligned with exactly. I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream. Exactly. And the thing is that season one was only 13 episodes. So it's yes. especially strange because it's like, okay, why, why are we spending one of 13 episodes here? And I think it makes total sense with the knowledge that Killian, Killian, Kevin Williamson is a horror movie fanatic and yeah. a horror movie creator or writer um, and I, I mean, you and I spoke about this briefly offline, but, um, I feel like the, the vibes of Dawson's Creek are undeniable. 
Yeah, uh, you get the same. Yeah, I totally agree. There is a vibe. Obviously, they're two very different things, two very different properties. But I think beyond the fact that they're both also created in the 90s and by Kevin Williamson, there's just like this vibe that he imbues in yeah. his movies and shows that you can feel in this I one. think it takes place mainly in the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is this like... um like heavy-handed dialogue i would say and like like you said let's let's talk a little bit about the cast because it's like you said 90s royalty we have jennifer love hewitt who we loved to talk about in our boy meets world coverage because yeah they had and obviously everyone knows about their horror halloween episode and then there was sean in which, which is- jennifer love hewitt stars yeah, arguably the biggest um, episode of Boy Meets World ever, the most mm-hmm. popular. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, of course, at this time is known for being like a scream queen, like, you know, very prominent. Uh, the reason, one of the reasons why she was on Boy Meets World is because she was dating Will Friedle. Um Yes. So they I, I suppose this collaboration was natural but that whole episode was very much had the scream mask and it had a lot yes. of those 90s horror movie tropes of like oh like you said who's gonna be the first one killed who's going to be the final girl who's behind it all is it somebody that you know all these things um so and then yeah and uh the the funniest joke in that episode of boy meets world is that um so angela who is sean's girlfriend in the show uh is like the screamer and then um jennifer love hewitt comes in they call her like jennifer love pepperman or feffy we as we like to refer to her as and feffy who is a known to be like the best screamer one of the best screamers in movies uh she screams and angela's like bitch like i am the screamer yeah that's my job yeah (laughs) so that's one of my favorites but um what i mean besides the fact like she was the plastered all over our j14 magazines like mm-hmm. what else do we know jennifer love hewitt from gosh i feel like the thing is is i know her best from like being in things that i didn't necessarily watch like a lot of these like scary movies um i'm looking through her imdb to see if there was anything else in the 90s like she started in party of five but i really wasn't a party of five gal mm-hmm. um I feel like I knew her movie can't hardly wait. I've seen that. Definitely. I think for me, it was more of, I knew her from, I know what you did last summer. I had just never seen it. You know what I mean? Like I knew she was in those movies. Yeah. I think that it's kind of like, although she was, she was a big celebrity in the nineties. And I think that she was a big magazine girl like she was a 90s it girl yeah and but in terms of like actual content I'm not really sure like I guess I can compare it to somebody like a Haley Bieber who is basically a household name but what can you put her well no that's not true at all because actually <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt's a working actress and Haley Bieber makes YouTube videos so she's an influencer She's an influencer. Yeah, it's a little different. I don't know what the one-to-one is, but I I think that the, the thing is, is that, like, she 
was known for being in magazines and, and she, tabloids. And- to me, she reads very similar to like a Katie Holmes in that it feels like she would get cast as like girl next door. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time. And I maybe Party of Five was a big deal, actually. She was no Party of Five was a big show. Seasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I feel like she gets so she plays Julie James. I feel like she obviously she's playing like the girl next door. I feel like she would get cast as the girl next door a lot just based on her look, right? Yeah, like she's a brunette with bangs. Like to me, that very much gives you girl next door vibes, yeah. unlike Sarah Michelle Geller, um, who plays Helen, who is like bad bitch you know what i mean like bad bitch vibes like mm-hmm. um obviously to me she's like the biggest star on this movie um where we she's buffy obviously um she later stars in scooby-doo as daphne where you're her... still on the fucking scooby-doo because bitch, they we, did. Just, we just covered cruel intentions which well, is she also did cruel intentions are you are, was i finished with her imdb i am so I was not. done with scooby-doo but that's where her and Freddie Prince Jr. fell in love. Bitch, they just met here. They're in the same movie together. Wait. No, but was Scooby-Doo before this? No! <laughs> You're already married. You fell in this movie, you psycho. This is where they fell in love? Yes. What are you oh. talking about? Stop. Well, there you, you have go. to erase the Scooby-Doo narrative out of your head. Well, For it's God. already there. Stop with the Scooby-Doo. Did you know she was in She's All That, which also has Freddie Prince Jr.? But she was um, just, quote-unquote, girl in cafeteria. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like Sarah Michelle Geller. I have a question for you. Okay. Are you not an it girl unless you have three names? Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle. No, because Beyonce has fucking one name and okay. she lights the world on fire. Okay, so this is the thing. You need one name or three names or else you're names. a fucking nobody. But do you, what if you, okay, Jennifer, is her middle name really Love? Jennifer Love Hewitt? It, do you like, want me to call her up and ask? I'm going to, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google okay. it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that it probably is because I don't see it. I don't see, you know, it doesn't say parentheses born as Jennifer. Oh, here we go. She says, my mother was just going to name me Love Hewitt, but my brother was nine at the time and he was afraid people would think I was a freak. (laughs) He suggested Jennifer, the name of a neighborhood girl he had a crush on. Oh, So Love became her middle name and lifelong nickname. Yeah. So it's there a girl named Love and you? Yes. Yes, there is. Without spoiling anything. Yes. Not Um, that weird. Oh my God. Um, So she's J-Love. Like there's J-Lo. There's J-Law. J-Love. Correct. Okay. So do you, okay. So if that's the rules, unless you don't want to be an it girl, would you rather be Hmm. Jessica Ann Sterling or just known as Jessica? Well, Jessica is the most basic name. Like, I think I would need to change my middle name to something more noteworthy. I don't think you could get away with like the Anns and the Maries in this world. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, Michelle isn't the coolest thing ever, but like, but Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Geller. Geller. It really and Sarah Jessica Parker and oh Freddie Prince Jr. Like if anybody well, no, Prince anybody... Jr., he's a junior. I know, but no, he's not <laughs> Freddie Prince, you know? He right, that's his dad. Freddie Prince Jr. 
But what about Ryan Philippe or how I still don't know. Well, that's why I'm saying like he's not relevant anymore, as we discussed in the Cruel Intentions podcast. Yeah, this is true. We think that his breakup with Reese Witherspoon changed his career. So what um, do we think that my middle name should be changed to to make I'm me famous? I'm fine with Jessica Ann Sterling. Like, I think your last name is, like, hefty enough to carry the burden of your two lame first names. <laughs> no, I think you're right. <laughs> so I think, like, I think, your name, I think yeah. if your name was, like, Topanga, like, Tolupa, Sterling, it's too much. Like it's need it's it's too unique. Yeah, too too unique. I have the basic first name, but I have the baller ass last name, so it kind of counterbalances it out. Exactly, exactly. So because so I mean, unless you just want to drop everything and just go by Sterling, it's not a bad idea. But there's like there are other people with the name Sterling. So I think like I'm full in. You know how I (gasps) Sterling K Brown. Exactly. Middle initial. You know how I've met you? Ever since I met you, I've usually referred to you as Jessica Sterling. Yeah, you do that's the full been, name treatment. That's been a very, yeah, full name treatment as, you know, respect. But lately, I've been trying Jessica Ann Sterling, and I feel like it really holds some weight. Interesting. Now, yeah. what were you going to do about your name? Because your name sounds remarkably similar to a Royals adjacent person. So well, I'm just screwed. I'm just not really are. And oh, my God. Okay, so. You want to hear how much of a dumb fuck I am? Of course, always. This podcast okay. is already 30 minutes in and we haven't started talking about the I don't care. It's Halloween. <laughs> you can just it yes, on Halloween. Tell me. Tell me. This is the goosey. This is the trick in the trick or treat of our <laughs> podcast. Joke's on you, bitch. That we're not even going to talk about the movie. We'll get to it eventually. We'll get to it eventually. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll put a, can we put like a timestamp, like skip to the actual sure, movie? Sure, of course. Why not? Great. Um. Okay. So I've been dating my fiance for 15 years it took me up until last week to realize his first name is andrew i don't refer to him as andrew because his right. name is drew but andrew and sarah ferguson is the royal couple you oh. you're like exactly them but not because but not andrew is the pedophile Ooh, gross and also and drew goes by drew and, and does she does, does she, is she sarah with an h or is she's she sarah with an h yeah okay, and so she spells her last well. name differently as well, well of course because you're ferguson yeah so um so i think that my middle name is pretty strong yeah i but I what if don't... you stopped doing the sarah though and you just did sj like you sometimes do refer to yourself um, I love SJ. It's just that nobody calls me that except my, except for my best friend, Jillian. I do think you, but, but that doesn't matter. I think you could do like SJ Ferguson and you're like, oh, mm. this bitch is just initials. Who is she? Okay. You that's know? good. That's good. I feel like it works. Okay. We figured it out. I think we did. I also we need can. to know what everyone else in the world thinks about this. So please let us know. After they you think nothing. They're rating us zero stars for not talking about the movie. They don't They don't care. We're at least movie adjacent. We are. Because you know what? If you have three names, that means that you're really relevant, especially in the 90s. Yes. Especially in this film. I know what you did last summer. Where Sarah Michelle Gellar 
is mm-hmm. a badass bitch. Yeah, so Sarah Michelle Gellar plays Helen, which is not usually a badass bitch name. But Helen I mean, is a mom name. Let's well, all be real. The world, but actually, back in the day, before Helens became moms, yeah, they were badass bitches. So she's like a beauty queen. And we like first meet her, and she's in a beauty pageant. Boobs out. Boobs everywhere. Full boobs. Big hair, big boobs. Yeah. But I loved it. I thought queen. that she looked spectacular. Um, and we we see her win on the fourth of July. I think it's called like the Fisherman's Award. What was the 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 pageant called? Oh hell I know. Okay, like, yeah. she kept like referring to it as like the fisher. It's the fisher a big movie. fishing town is the point because there's a lot yeah. of fishing mentioned. There's yeah. like this whole hook situation. They work we're, down oh, we're in the North rock. Carolina, actually. Because I was like, where the fuck are we? And I think that yeah. we're in North Carolina. Which yeah, makes because sense. just like Dawson's Creek. Well, Dawson's Creek films in North Carolina right. but takes place in Massachusetts. Exactly. So um yeah, so we're we're in North Carolina. They live in this very small fishing town yep. where it's it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you know everybody. Mm-hmm. Um it's just like small town shit, like very suburbia type of shit where it's just like every year on the 4th of July, they have the same festival and they have the beauty pageant and there's like a small school and mm-hmm. blah, blah blah blah. Um and that's where we meet our teenagers. So these kids are like seniors in high school. They actually they had just graduated, I suppose. Yes. This is this is post graduation. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the middle of the summer. They're all hanging out together. This feels like very 90s, also, where you have the two couples. Yeah. So you have Julie James and her boyfriend, played by Freddie Prince Jr., Ray Bronson. And you have Helen Shivers, played by Sarah Michelle Geller, and her boyfriend, the Blondies, and her boyfriend, um, Barry Cox, who is Ryan <laughs> Philippe. His name is Barry Cox. Barry Cox. God. That's yeah, a I know. Name it, if I've we ever knew heard we it. knew he had a bad ending coming for him just by the name, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all hanging together and they're driving to the beach. Yeah. And what's he, the beach called, Jessica? Uh, it is called Dawson Beach. Dawson's Beach. Dawson's Beach, Beach Beach. Yeah. And the drama is that is Barry's car. Um, but he's not driving. It's he's drunk as fuck. He drank drunk. an entire bottle of like whiskey or bourbon. So unhealthy. So, so much alcohol. He was not allowed to drinking. drive. Yeah, he's not allowed to drive. So we have um we have Ray driving, but Barry is being a terrible passenger. And like standing through the sunroof, and yeah. like he drops a whole ass bottle of liquor on poor um Ray, and then yeah. they fucking smash into a pedestrian, and immediately yeah. they're just like, ah, I don't know what to do. Were you shocked, or did you feel like this was coming? No, I knew that they were gonna do some. Like as soon as the Something. driving happened, I'm like, this is what happens. I know because this is the right. I know what you did last summer. Yeah, you're right. I know because they can't say, oh, like I know what you did last summer. And then it's like, oh, like tax fraud or something. You know what I mean? Like it has to be something significant. Yeah, exactly. It had to be something that like was very serious. And of course, when they're like you have someone who's driving and around like windy roads, you know, something's going to happen. Um, And 
immediately Barry is like, "Mm -mm, we can't go to the cops. They're going to think I was driving. This is my car. And Barry, or excuse me, Ray smells like freaking alcohol because of Barry. And so they're like, okay, um, instead we have to dump the body. And while this is happening, we have Julie, her friend who like obviously has this big crush on her. Um, shows up played by Johnny Galecki which is very interesting yes yeah 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 so I know Johnny Galecki mainly from Roseanne I was like a big Roseanne mm-hmm. watcher back in the day and he played David Darlene's boyfriend then husband um and then but I think that more commonly he's known as Leonard from Big Bang Theory now yes. Yeah, and so, like, you kind of expect him to be nerdy if you've seen Big Bang, but he's not really. He just, Mm -mm. he really likes Julie, and he suspects, like, something is up. Um, He's being such a creep, and he's really our first red herring because he's kind of, like, everywhere. There's this altercation at the 4th of July party where he's, like, all over Julie, and he's like, Julie, like, let's hang out, like, one big banger, like, we've been together, we've been friends since we were kids, and the the boys get, like, super alpha, and they're like, back off, bro. Yeah. Uh, and then, on top of that, he shows up on the cliffside, and it's like, what yes. are you doing, sir? Are you following us? Like, yeah. who are you? Luckily, they have, like, the body hidden, so they can't, like, he doesn't see it. He's like, oh, ba-, they're like, Barry just had too much to drink. He's throwing up. It's fine. And so they're, like, bringing him down to this water, and he wakes up and freaking yeah. attacks Helen. And but does he really attack Helen, or is he just trying to, like, grasp onto something? Oh, no, he – what? The way they look at it is he attacked her and he grabs her crown. Which was the most egregious thing. Yeah. And so they're all upset and he falls in the water when this happens. And so Barry's like, fuck, like, we got to get the crown. And so he jumps in after the body and, like, rips the crown out of his hand. And they, like, leave and they're like, we can't ever talk about this again. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, that's the the thing they did. Um, Obviously, bad shit's going to happen to them. And so then we, like jump forward a year in time where julie was in college this whole time and she's coming home for the summer yeah i think one of the uh interesting things they do to show the passage of time especially with julie is like they really showed the wear and tear on julie that's taken like not only in her appearance but i think also in her general demeanor because when we first meet julie like we meet her and she's like supposed to be like this really bright smart woman who's like a social activist in mm-hmm. a way very forward thinking and she has like really big like flowy hair um yes. and then we see Julie a year later and her hair like she looks tired she looks like worn down her hair is like stringier it's like not as a like, pristinely curled mm-hmm. and maintained Um, We find out right away that like she hasn't like she's like pulled away from her mom and she hasn't been doing well in school and like all of this stuff. She doesn't even want to go home. I think like her roommate has to persuade her to go. So out of everybody, it really looked like this experience um, affected Julie the most yes yeah because but then in a little bit we we see helen and helen had 
aspirations of going to New York and starting a TV career and doing all this stuff. And poor little Helen is stuck in the same like humdum town working at her bitch of a sister's store. Yeah, it's it's really interesting that like we get such a visceral change between yeah. the characters and then to find out that like, yeah, Helen's not doing great either. In fact, like none of this group is really doing well after what happened. They've all tried to like move on separately, but like <laughs> Julie gets this letter as soon as she gets home, it's like shit's going down. Cause she gets the letter that says, I know what you did last summer. And it doesn't yeah. have like a return address. It doesn't have anything. It's just written. Isn't it written in like Sharpie or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sharpie brand rep is sponsored. Uh, yeah. And I know what you did last summer. Yeah. And it, I mean, that would scare the shit out of me. Like it reminds me a lot of there's this new Netflix show called the watcher, but more interestingly, it's a, based off a true story mm-hmm. um on the town next to me where oh. this um person was the watcher of this house and kept sending these like creepy letters to the a new family that had just moved in oh. so gross and it's a real story like i mean like the show dramatized it a bunch and made it like far more dramatic but of course um but yeah, it's just like the thing is just like I'm watching you. It's it is the scream phone call. Be like, do you like scary movies? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, do you like to play a game? All I saw. <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah, and um, so we see we see Helen is working with her fucking sister Elsa. I'll have shit oh, to say Elsa on her later. Is the biggest bitch that Elsa ever is seen. is the true um villain of villain, and she was a bitch in the year prior too. She's she's the biggest bitch. You know what it is? Is I feel like because Elsa's the older sister, I think, but jealous. I, I feel like she's always been jealous of Helen, yes. and because even even now, right? Like you said, um fucking uh fucking what's her name julie has this like really stringy straight like flab hair there's like it's so flat and just there's no body to it she's wearing overalls which is just like peak girl next door like i don't give a fuck i'm wearing overalls um and fucking um uh i can't helen i can't remember these people's names she is still dressed to the nines even though she's working at a fucking department store Well, that's because it's all she has in a way like all she puts her entire value in is her looks everything else lost control i don't know why she didn't go to new york i guess just everything has just been compounding and she couldn't do it but the only thing that she can really control is her looks and that's when her hair gets cut off later in the movie oh um, i can't she, with that she loses all of her self-value because she puts so much value in her looks and in her hair yeah so it might sound stupid like yeah her hair got chopped off boohoo she has short hair but in reality it's like 
that's all Helen has in her mind is her looks. So to chop off her perfect hair means that she has no self-worth in her head. I can't wait to talk about the hair chopping scene because I have so I many I mean, talk thoughts. about it now. Why not? We're not going it chronological order. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's of all yeah, the things, right? Because people, people are getting, like, hacked to death. Yeah. We never mentioned that at the very beginning of the story. They talk about, like, they, oh, tell a stupid, scary story. And yeah, scary every story. child has talked about the story where there's, like, a man with a hook for a hand. And so, like, that comes back around. But, like. Yeah, the fact that, like, the worst thing that happens to Helen is that someone chops off her hair. She got off easy, man. Like, especially because her hair looks so fucking cute short. So, like. I The reason why I disagree with you is because the hook guy is trying to psychologically fuck with them. And once again, Helen has no value. She's not intelligent like a jewelry. <laughs> she's, she's not dumb. She's not rich. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a Barry. She doesn't have a boat like a Ray. What she has is her looks. Yeah. And the skills. crown. And yeah. for him to take that away from her, that means that she has nothing in her head. Yeah. So that's why it works for me, even though it's fucking stupid. It but is. It is fucking stupid. Think 3D chess, Jessica. Sorry. I just couldn't. I couldn't when like, I remember you told me to watch the trailer to this and that scene was in the trailer and I was like, really? This bitch like got her hair cut? Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> like, looks like you went to supercuts. My bad. <laughs> it does look like she um, went to supercuts. <laughs> But yeah, so after like they go to Barry because they're like, shit, we should see if he knows anything about this. And turns out that like Barry and Helen aren't aren't dating anymore. He's no. all like he's very agitated about everything. He thinks he's this is like dumb. all the yeah. time. He's all the time become an alcoholic, which I mean, I guess we could have predicted from his behavior earlier on but his in the last year his vice has been drinking yeah he can't deal um and so he's like well i'm seeing three out of the four of us here what about fucking ray yeah what about ray excuse me yeah no they say what about ray but they're also immediately barry's first instinct is like that fucking guy max was there like he saw us down there so we should go check on him so they go down to the docks which again Every anytime there's like a docs scene in a movie or film, it's always like this very like fucking stinks like fish and there's all these hardcore workers and everything and it just fucking cracks me up. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it just does. And so they go cracks down me there up too, Jess. Does it? I just think it's so no. funny. They're all just picking up fish. Um, but Barry confronts Max, who's like very much like a cocky asshole when they have yeah. a conversation. And I felt like, like obviously, um, Barry was, like, very drunk or whatever. But he gets right to the point. He's like, I'm not fucking around. He just, like, shoves Max up against his block And he's like, don't fuck with me. You saw us. Um, and yeah, he, like, not takes, subtle. No. And, and the most interesting thing is he takes this hook. And he's just like, you better fucking watch out, buddy. Like, I will fuck you up. And he, like, intimidates him. With the um, hook. With the, with the hook. With the uh, hook. And one of my favorite lines of the entire movie um, is is literally from Max after uh, after Barry walks away. <laughs> he says, don't you test me, motherfucker. Anyway, um, yeah, that's my favorite line of the movie. He's like, don't test me, motherfucker. 
Um, and yeah, because it's tiny Johnny Galecki, like trying to, you know, yeah. throw punches here. It's very entertaining. And so they, t- they go find, they see Ray there too, who is a fisherman. And it's obvious that like, he hasn't spoken to anyone either. Although I do, I will say, um, something about Freddie Prince Jr. in a black tank top, very attractive man. Yeah, he is very attractive, but his voice is so soft-spoken. I don't think it was that soft-spoken in your favorite movie, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> well, it's because he's playing Fred, and Fred's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, didn't, I, I, like, I think like his hotness got degraded because his, he was so soft-spoken. Maybe. I mean, I like soft-spoken guys. You know, that's fine. Oh, wait. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Really, my husband, I have to be like, get your face close to the microphone so people can hear you. <laughs> Raise your voice. I can barely hear you. I know. Um, but him and um him and Julie have a little convo about the fact that like he thinks that she blames him um for the whole thing, but she doesn't. And so no one's doing well. Meanwhile, Max really isn't doing well because he just get murdered. He, this is the he first murder. He got hooked. There's a Why guy. How ter- is this terrifying to you? Yeah. We have a man in a rain slicker yeah. and he has a big hook. And yeah. the way Max dies is so freaking brutal because he's like loading these crabs into these like buckets. I don't know if he's cooking them or if he's just sorting them or what he's doing. But we have rain slicker man just comes up and fucking hooks him in the goddamn throat and drags his body. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, actually, because the thing is, is that he, I think the hook is bad because when you are a knife, it's just like stab, stab, stab. But with the hook, you hook them in and then like pull their guts out. Yeah, it is so freaking gnarly. Like is absolutely. And this was like, like you said. Max, I knew wasn't going to be the guy because it was like they were really trying to make him the guy. And yeah. so I knew he was going to be like dead very soon. Yeah. Um, And yeah. And so then we have like a very finally gets like, you know, um, someone is after him because in his yeah, like little gym locker. Believe it because at first he was a non-believer. But then mm-hmm. he gets fucked with. And then he's like, now I'm going. Now I believe you. Now I'm going to. Now this is an issue. I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah, he's all pissed because he gets a little Polaroid that says, I know. I know. Um, and he's at the gym, like, all by his lonesome, um, except for the, like, main guy or whatever. And they took his the jacket. Fisherman. Oh, the jacket. So this was, like, every- he was so upset about the jacket. So dumb. My jacket. And so I then- love how the guy at the front desk is literally reading a newspaper, like, not giving a single fuck. No. Mm-mm. And he his really car doesn't gets, care. Yeah, and the car gets stolen. The one that was, I assume this is the same car in the accident, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. His car got stolen, which I feel like would be a bigger worry than the jacket, but he seemed more upset about the jacket than the car. Yeah, so he's running after it like an idiot. And so then the car decides that it's, he's like, you know what? No, fuck you. And he tries to run over Barry. So again, we're comparing getting a haircut with getting yeah. run over <laughs> well to be fair they actually did barry did bring that up later on yeah and so the car basically like does the thing that we've seen in movies where like they're, they're gonna try to squish him against the wall yeah you know? he, he has to start running running yeah. away from the car who's trying to run him over 
and he almost gets like murdered by the car yeah but he doesn't no rain slicker person runs away yeah it seems like okay like if you wanted to kill him then you would have but it would have taken one hook stab to the face for sure and he's dead <laughs> yeah hook stabs a single and yeah. he yells hey, uh as rain slicker bro can i be honest rain yeah. slicker guy like i felt like the hat for me was mm-hmm. very darth vadery and it was like very distracting oh, okay think? um i mean he looked like the gordon fisherman dude so i was just like fish. oh let me look him up gordon he was just very fisherman. fish sticks to me yeah but in all black in all black, yeah. But I think it was a combo fish, of fish rain sticks hat. after dark. <laughs> I think it was a combo of the hat and yeah. the collar all the way up yeah. that gave me very much like, Barry, I am your father. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, would you be more afraid if this guy was chasing you around or the scream dude? Uh, this guy, scream dude, looks silly because he has like this the mask. Like the he mask. looks silly. Yeah. And I've seen far too many people in that as a Halloween costume for it to be scary at this point, you know? That's very true. Yeah. yeah. But but then that's the scariest because, like, you see him on the street and you're like, oh, that's funny. Like, a kid's <gasps> just doing, uh, like, Halloween-y stuff okay. and then he's yes. an actual killer. What if, okay, yeah. we're going to combine a few things. Yeah. Child well, dressed as scream killer. So you have Correct. the child moment in there, which is terrifying. Yeah. Dressed as scream killer with a hook for a hand who and they're actually like 35 years old yes but you you won't know that so it's yeah. just all psychological and it's raining it, it, yeah all and right. it's dark yeah all the above all the yeah, above it's all very, and it's lightning out lightning and not light linen <laughs> <laughs> i think my brain just stuttered <laughs> lightninging out yeah it's thunder and lightning yeah out um so the friends go to visit barry um and because he got fucked up by the car uh in the hospital he's in the hospital he's in the hospital yeah he's He's very annoying like even after he gets hit by a car i can't even like him because he's just so like aggressive about everything he says and does absolutely he's also a, a raging alcoholic I also don't know if I ever am gonna like himself. any any character that Ryan Phillip. Well, like. this is this is kind of what we were discussing. I think that like when you get typecast as unlikable people, people just don't like you. So, yeah, facts are facts. Yeah, he's such a dick, and all of them are just like we should we could salvage this, we could figure it out, and and, and Roy is still not here, right? Or is Roy part of the family now? Who the hell Roy is Roy? Was be- barely in this movie. Who the hell? You mean Ray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the fuck is Roy? Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, he's there. Well, he's there. He's, he's with the other group at the hospital. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like he's barely in this movie, which like he really seems so suspicious. It is interesting because like it's Freddie Prince Jr., so you kind of expect him to be in more of it. Yeah. But yeah, all this really ends not. up happening is like Julie does some research and. This this is where I, I got I gotta be honest. I'm an idiot when I watch movies and I did get a little bit confused. Oh, it was so fucking confusing. Oh I had my to God, do a me. deep dive. I'm gonna explain. I had to look at the happened. wiki after. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is from my understanding, this is what happened. 
um, a year prior to a year prior, so two years ago, this girl named Susie and this dude named David. Is that his name? Um, Whatever. I know. Okay. I know David is definitely the name. I'm looking at this couple. We're together, but Susie got killed. It is Susie. Yes, this Susie is correct. got killed. And then Anne Hesh, who's the creepy lady in the woods in the big creepy house, Missy. is sisters with David. Yes, this is correct. Yes, that's correct. Great. So that's what we got. David is like super depressed though about this. And guess who blames um his Susie's death? Susie's father blames David about Susie's death. This is correct. So then Susie's father is the fisherman dude and kills David by throwing him off the boat. But everybody thinks that he committed suicide. And then who the teenagers actually hit was Susie's father who had just killed David. Yes. And Susie's father is the one that's trying to get revenge on the kids. Exactly. And who is like the massive serial killer because he's exactly. already killed David. And now and he's they, trying to kill all these other right. people. But the, this the show does a shitty job of explaining They, they all do of a this. really bad job about explaining all of this. And so at this point in the film, they all think that they hit killed David. David. Yes. And they killed him. And yes. so they go to visit Missy, who's his right. sister. Correct. Um, and she's like, oh, no, he was like, he committed suicide. Like he was, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. And this is all the same point in time when Helen gets her hair cut off. Um, and they write soon on the on the mirror. Soon. Yeah. So all that's happening like simultaneously. Um. When does the crabs come into this? Because this I, is next. This is next. I, my favorite part. And I, I kind of want to see if we can get the crab enthusiast on the phone to, to talk about this. Who's the crab enthusiast? Um, Adam Humphrey. <laughs> He's the crab enthusiast. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So while Sarah is dialing. Oh, it's ringing. Morning, Hi, good morning, Adam. It's your best friend Sarah. How are you? I'm good. Now you are on the line with Jessica Sterling and Sarah Ferguson on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so good. Hi, Jess. Hi. He can't hear she me. She says hi. Um, now. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, um, we are f- recording a podcast and one of the things I know about you, Adam, is that if there's one thing you're passionate about, it's, it's crabs. How do you feel about crabs? I'm famously, I love crabs. I'm a huge crab guy. Uh, crabs are so delicious. Yeah. Now, would you, would you eat trunk crabs? <laughs> Sorry. What was the adjective you <laughs> Make sure you put make sure you put the speaker closest to the mic. I said, would you eat trunk crabs? Okay, yeah, that's what I thought you said. What is a what is a trunk crab? Now, Ask him if he would eat crabs discovered in a are trunk. You, are you just finding crabs in people's trunks? <laughs> okay, oh, so okay, so this is what happened. Not swim trunks. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to paint you a picture. Hi, I have a car and I hear some sloshing in the background and I would need to hear what's going on in the background. And you open up your trunk and there are hundreds of crabs. In- hundreds. <laughs> hundreds of crabs in your well, trunk. Also, there's a dead like body though. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, would you be interested in eating those crabs? They are blue crabs. Does the, does the car belong to, like, a crab monger who is coming back from a hard day of catching crabs? No, it belongs to a teenage Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, no, yeah, then I think I'm out. Also, I forgot to mention that dead Johnny Galecki, a.k.a. Leonard from Big Bang Theory, oh is also dead in the trunk of the car. What the... And the crabs are crawling all over his body. <laughs> and, the, and the crabs are crawling on him. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I'm totally out. Oh. This is, this is just straight up murder. <laughs> oh, okay. It's straight up murder. Um, okay. Well, I just wanted to see, as the as the biggest fan of crabs that I know, I just wanted to see like how far your love of crabs would go. And it doesn't seem like it's that far. Okay, well, that's ridiculously far, though. That would be like I mean, I don't. It goes pretty far, Sarah, but like that is really far. But not far enough to eat the crabs in the trunk. Are you eating the crabs in the trunk? No, but I'm not the biggest <laughs> crab enthusiast I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, I'm out on trunk crab. Well, you heard it here first, people. Um, don't thank you crabs, yeah. to our favorite crab correspondent, Adam. Do you have anything to say about uh, to the the listeners of Shit Ninety Shows, Tommy? Uh, no, except this was totally unprompted. They literally did not tell me beforehand she was calling me. And, you know, yeah. ready at the drop of a hat. So yeah. I do love to see that. As you should be. Thank you, Adam. We will touch gotcha. base soon. And um, don't send me any bills. Okay. Yeah. Have a good rest of your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Okay. So he there does not go. fuck with crabs. No. And the thing is, is I felt like this was the most horrifying moment of the whole movie because, like, not only was there like crabs climbing all over his body, crabs. but on top of that, there was like a full on cockroach crawling out of his mouth. Or no, that oh. was a baby crab. That was a baby crab. <laughs> and baby on top of that, crab. can I tell you the worst part about this whole thing? <laughs> what? Jennifer Love Hewitt had to use a key to open her trunk. <laughs> But then she closes the trunk. I know. She's like, she's standing almost in the middle of the road, almost gets hit by by a car. And her decision to close the trunk, leave the car there. Leave the car. Leave the car. And run to her friends is baffling to me. Bitch, drive the car. You literally own a vehicle. And then she's like, excuse me, everybody. You have to come out to my car. There's a lot of crabs in there. And like it's wild because she like she runs over and she and okay the fact so she gets she gets Barry and fucking Helen to come with her back to the car. Helen is so ashamed of her haircut that she is wearing like a train conductor hat with all of it piled up in there. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It's really really bad. It's absolutely hilarious. And of course, they get back and the body is gone. And she's just like, but- he took the body. And they're like, why would you do that? <laughs> and the crabs. And the crabs. And guess what? And what? guess what? Max what? was wearing fucking Barry's jacket. 
Wow. Now, so this is the thing that I have issue with is that like everybody was like, oh, Fefi, you're losing it. Like there's like nothing like there was nothing in there. Don't you think you would smell the crab? You would definitely it would smell like stanky seafood in there. So a thousand percent. Hello, Jennifer. I love you. He Febreze. I don't believe (laughs) you. Febreze. I don't believe you. There's no way that there was a dead body in here, nor crabs. Yeah. You have to be losing it. Like you you have to smell it. And Seagook. As we know, Seagook would have been everywhere. And like at this point, I feel like the crabs would have started eating Mm -hmm. like Max's body. And so it would have been like bloody and like goopy and lots of guts everywhere. And it's crazy, but they're all like, well, you know what? The three of us here and one guy's missing. So it has to be Ray. It has to be Ray. Let's try. It's time to blame Ray. Yes. Blame Ray Ray hour. Um, and this is, I, I do love, it's one of my other favorite parts of the movie is when Jennifer Love Hewitt stands in the street and she's like, what are you waiting for? Okay, to so no that, one? Is, that is like the best part of the movie. It's because so iconic. And she's spinning in the road and I'm like, this bitch about to get hit by a car. Well, I mean, that would be very, a second you know. hit by a car moment. <laughs> well, third. And so then fucking Barry, again, has 0% chill. His arm is, like, broken from the car accident, but that doesn't stop him from fucking punching Ray in the face. <laughs> he doesn't even give him a second. <laughs> in this world, you are guilty first and innocent second. Yeah, and I will fucking punch you in the face. <laughs> and I love I love how he, yeah, so like you said, Barry's just like, oh, you got a letter? You got a letter? Well, Julie had a body in her trunk. Helen pops off, and I got hit by a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ray's like, I got a letter. And what did the letter say? Do we remember? Um, Like, I'm watching I'm, you or some some. It was something like that. It's yeah. coming. I, something I know, like that. Yeah, because Helen had the soon written on her mirror. So I don't right. know. Yeah, but so yeah. something's coming. So th- I think this is when they realize, like, shit's going down, like, a, exactly a year later. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they realize the whole David connection um and they're like okay well something's gonna happen today and so we need to like all be on edge but today is the fourth of july parade but more importantly it is the the pass off of the crown for helen and she cannot miss the parade nor the the crowning this was absolutely unbelievable that they would give a single shit about a high school like pageant queen from a year no, it's before not, it's town wide it's not high this school is, but yeah. oh right whatever this is so stupid and she's like can't miss it i have to go get my hair fixed up so she has time to go to the salon get her hair primmed and proper she's sitting on the float we have how did barry get on the float how is he allowed <laughs> i don't he know because like, she was like she was like barry like please just like be there for me in case shit goes down he's, he's like i will dressed properly he's for like this. i'll keep an eye out so then he's like on the float and the float's like under the sea themed because once again like very fisherman yeah but yeah like forward. <laughs> their fish board her and can i tell you her crown even has a fucking seahorse and seashells yes i know they it's... love fish in this town like adam they are crab people <laughs> they're very pro crab mm. um and the thing is that yeah he's just sitting on the float like being a bodyguard like who who allowed him on the float 
Yeah, Who, it's, and he doesn't even have the there. proper attire. He's wearing like a beige mm-hmm. sweater and like khakis, and yeah. he loses his mind because he sees someone in a fisherman outfit, and so he chases after them, and it's this poor old man. And yeah. it's like, well, yeah, you live in the fucking sea town, bitch. Like, of yeah. course, you're going to have other people in sea outfits. That's why this outfit is actually a good idea, because it's yes. a dime a dozen. Hiding in plain sight, as Hiding they say. Yeah. Now, are you um, pro parade? Um, Generally speaking, I'm not probably attending a parade. To me, people are just walking slowly, and it's, like, not that fun to watch. I would rather watch a parade than fireworks, though. I'm really anti-fireworks. I'm anti-fireworks for all of, like, the veterans and dogs out there in the world that don't like I should say pets. All the pets in the world and all the veterans in the world that it, like, triggers. That is mm-hmm. why I'm anti-firework, for sure. Okay. I think that's very fair. Yeah. I don't like it because it's very loud, and I think and I people have- people just do them, like- anytime Randomly. they want and it's like there is a designated day for this people what are we doing yeah but it is fourth of july so if that's the designated oh, here, day it makes yeah but no yeah. anyway but in, in generalizations yeah so yeah but so then helen actually sees the dude yes on on the roof which is like that makes sense yeah i guess because he's creeping and meanwhile so- meanwhile um uh Julie 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 goes back to Misty alone alone alone, may I add yeah and I mean like the first time Julie and Helen visited Misty they were really like pushing her patience and she looks like a killer oh yeah stone cold killer looks like a killer stone cold killer Yeah. yeah but she goes back and Misty's like there are so many dead animal carcasses everywhere. It is. There's a turkey full on just hanging from a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I understand we hunt and we kill animals and we eat them. And like, I'm not a vegetarian and everything. But also, that was so many carcasses to keep lying around. Yeah. So like, she has the capabilities, right? And she's just she's just hanging out with a knife too. Yeah. So now <laughs> Julie brings the yearbook somebody's yearbook i don't remember at what point they she probably got in the library or something yeah and she's like your brother did not commit suicide he is a killer and he's out there still yeah and like misty's like uh, understandably no, very upset about this because yeah. she's like it's not true and julie is so fully convinced that she is correct that she keeps pushing on to her and misty's like Get the fuck out of my house. And you can't really blame her is the thing. No, no. Like, um, yeah. And she's like, and again, this is a fish town. And she's like having this whole conversation while gutting a fish, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, is a choice. And um, and so she ends up showing Julie. She's like, I have this thing that's proof that he committed suicide. I didn't want to show life insurance company because they wouldn't pay out and blah 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 oh yeah okay as an insurance specialist what do you think about this insurance fraud going on right now um yeah this is full-on true like this would have like if they're relying on david's life insurance money a lot of life insurance policies have clauses where if it's like an intentional death it's not covered Mm -hmm. um versus accidental death and so yeah this is definitely correct what she's saying i don't deal in what life insurance but this is correct 
if you get um, murdered does do you get a payout um i think that's that's not as i don't i think maybe i i would have to look i would assume so because it's not like you're doing it intentionally yourself yeah um but but yeah um, the note specifically says, if this scary guy with a hook comes and murders you do you the payout probably i would think you would also want to sue his family too or sue him you know right of course yeah um but these look at this little paper and it's in the same sharpie and it says Mm. i will never forget last summer Mm -hmm. and julie's like yeah this isn't a suicide note you dumb bitch (laughs) death threat (laughs) like this isn't what a shitty suicide I'm just like I know I'll never forget <laughs> yeah no but it's really sad because he's like I'll never forget last summer and once again he's talking about his fiance wife yes. Susie so he's like yeah so I can see how there's a miscommunication about what this really means well it reminds this- me of Dear Evan Hansen where Dear Evan Hansen writes that no and he's like Dear Evan Hansen like you're a piece of shit oh no that's not what he says at all <laughs> I've never seen it, so I really can't say. <laughs> but then, like they, then the then somebody else is like, "Oh, this is this is never mind." Yeah. So this is when Julie realizes that they didn't kill David because of the whole Susie tattoo, because David didn't have a Susie tattoo. So <laughs> this is when she gets like like Eureka moment. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, we have uh fucking Barry and Helen like at the pageant, like hugging, and he's like, nothing's gonna happen. And this moment was great because freaking Helen is on stage, Barry's up in like the the rafters, what, rafters, like watching all of this, and she sees him get straight up murdered right and in she front of her. Is screaming and nobody believes her. Well, no, Sarah, the best part is when she runs off the stage and everyone crowds around to stop her. And I'm like, if someone is trying to run out the building, I'm not stopping her. I'm letting her go. Yeah, so they think that she's acting out because she doesn't want to give up the crown. That's why. But there's so many people glomming onto her. I'm like, let this bitch live. What are you doing? Like, excuse me, Helen. You have to give up the crown. Like, it's not your time anymore. And let me tell you, this guy must have. This guy has some major Mister Clean energy because as soon as they go up there in the rafters to check, no blood, not at all. He's a master (laughs) cleaner. Well, yeah, because once again, he's a master fisherman, and you have to gut fish. And do you think that like master fishermen are like messy? But here's the thing, like people have way more blood than fish do. You I'm know, not a scientist Jessica. What I'm the, not okay. Cra- I'm not even the crab specialist. <laughs> Can we also mention these fish hats that the audience members are wearing? <laughs> they have a hat. This is a full on fish. <laughs> what is this town called? Is this called Fish like, Town? Fisher- it's really called Fish Town. I just totally made that up. Oh, okay, because I was fully in. <laughs> Uh, Southport. That's not as fun. Fishtown it is. Um, (laughs) So, so, like, she does see, like, this itty bit of, like, blood that he left on the, like, rafter or whatever the the heck. railing. So hard to see. Um, This is so funny. And, like, she's flipping out. And this is one of my favorite moments in this entire film where, like, the cop is driving her home and uh he has to stop he's like oh we're gonna have to like go in this back alley it's this whole thing and so we see fishermen 
fixing a trunk and she's like, no, don't get out. Boom. Right in the stomach. Cop dies. Helen is screaming, trying to get mm. out of the cop car. And this is where truly Elsa is the worst. <laughs> yeah. So um, exactly. Because Helen runs her ass to her family in store. a dress in heels in she heels is sprinting yeah and she's like open up open up and elsa's like you stupid blonde bitch like what are you doing yeah. she's like why are you she like poor helen is slamming on the door elsa open the door elsa 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 just I I wouldn't even like if someone I even knew or someone I even didn't know was doing that I would run I would sprint to that door mm -hmm. Elsa walks Does not the care. slowest I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> and even when she forgets care. the keys nonchalantly just like casually walks back to get them yeah. I'm like your sister's about to be murdered you fucking bitch like move a little faster yeah that and then like when she's finally inside and Helen's like you have to lock the back door sauntering sauntering to the back door and I, you know what I cheered when Elsa died I cheered because I was like good you deserve it bitch you deserve it not a big loss I'm not gonna like, lie her sister says close lock the door I'll call mm -hmm. the police and she's like What's going on? We don't have time for that, Elsa! <laughs> you know what? The people that made Frozen obviously didn't watch this movie first because they mm. never want to name one of their main characters after no. Elsa. No. You know? Um, yeah, I yeah. was very surprised to hear uh, the name Elsa this early. Same. Same. And my favorite part is when Elsa dies. The raincoat guy just comes up as she's, like, locking the door. He pulls out the hook, and she mm -hmm. screams, and it's just slash. And we get this, like... I really love um, blood in, in slasher flicks because it's so unbelievably bright red. It's so fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what do they, they they use? Ketchup? Who knows? I don't know. I think it's corn syrup and stuff. <gasps> oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Something so along we those see, lines. Uh, we see Helen, like we see Elsa's body just being like, dragged yeah. across the floor. Um, and Helen turns around. And there's Fisherman hiding under like, plastic. And this is one of the jump scares of the movie when he like, and he like tackles her. Yeah. Um, but she, she does try to run. Uh, she sees Elsa's dead body by the toilet and she takes about 10 minutes to scream, which probably is what really does her in. She really does try. And I, I have to say, like, I really respect her. Respect the hustle, yeah. I respect the hustle. She ran. She tried to hide. She tried to lock the doors. She jumps it, out a fucking window. Yeah, it's she dies not for trying. No, she's not an Elsa. She is not nonchalantly doing anything. In fact, she yeah. is screaming her fucking lungs my out. Worst, edge. My worst nightmare, my the worst narrative is to die amongst the garbage cans, just like the trash that you truly are. Yeah, she really, she's like in an alleyway. She has no shoes on. She's just watching some fireworks, you know, as one does. There's a parade going by. There's like a zillion tires. I don't know what all these tires are for. But she oh, is. Oh, were the tires not garbage cans? They were tires. Yeah. Okay. And, but she did pass a bunch of garbage cans. But yeah, she just gets hacked and slashed to death amongst the tires. Um, yeah. And I had predicted that like Julie was definitely going to be the last one alive. But I wasn't really sure if anybody else would join her. Um, mm -hmm. But she ends up finding Ray. And she's just like, hey, I know the tea. Like you said earlier. And Ray offers to like help her, and then she notices mm. the name on the boat. Oh my god, this was 
It was Billy Blue. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, my God, you're the killer. Wow. Right. Because um, the reasoning is because Misty was visited by this, like, phantom friend of David's named Billy Blue. And then they had, like, an affair, which I, don't I even, feel like wasn't even really spoken line. about. No. But no. they definitely had an affair. Yeah. Um, and so she's like trying to run away from Ray, who's chasing her, which probably isn't what you want to do when you're trying to convince someone you're not a killer. No. And a fisherman like knocks him out. And so for some reason, Julie's like, yeah, I totally can trust you, Mr. Fisherman. <laughs> um, and so she climbs on Mr. Fisherman's boat and it is like a fucking uh, crime scene investigation in here where yes. there's photos of them everywhere and newspaper yeah. clippings everywhere. What are the what are the odds that you would land on uh, Susie's dad's boat? Like Poor Julie. Bad luck. Poor Julie. Yeah. So she tries to get out. It's a whole thing. Um, and he's a clear psychopath. Um, yeah. She knows who he is. Finally, though, luckily, the thing is, this fisherman... He truly should have just hacked and slashed open Ray right there because Ray wakes up. Ray, this is this is TV fainting at its finest. They only get knocked out for a hot second and then they're good to go. Yes, this is where we get some sloppy work. Very sloppy. I, yeah, very sloppy. Um, ooh, wait, are we going to talk about like the best part when Julie like opens up a freezer and all this ice comes out and like everybody's <laughs> bodies are in there? It's so funny. That was scary. It was very scary. I don't like seeing like dead body, like dead bodies on ice, yeah. you know? Well, um, what about if I tell you that there were dead bodies on like gelatin cubes? Does that make you feel better? Jello is more fun than ice, yeah, I think. Because that's what that's what the ice really was, was just gelatin. That's fun. Yeah. Can you Very... imagine whose job it was to make all the jelly? Yeah. Jello jello wigglers, is that what it's called? <laughs> jello jigglers. <laughs> Shout out to Josh Wiggler. <laughs> jello jello <laughs> wigglers. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so he locks like she's in this area and he can't even get to her with the hook. Ray has this motorboat. And so he motorboats all the way out. <laughs> he motorboats all the way out. Man, Kevin Williamson fucking loves a motorboat. Let me tell you. <laughs> who, who does not love a water? Um, and there's a, a confrontation that ensues. And he like, he's trying to hook Ray the whole time. Well, this is when you need to give up the hook and get like a proper murder weapon i i know you need something with reach i think yeah especially because you're on a boat you know yeah you need a um he only has a melee weapon he needs a ranged attack yeah on top of that i found julie to be so stupid because (laughs) when like in the middle of uh killer and ray fighting she she literally is like hey ray take the strike (laughs) and that's when he gets knocked off the boat and I'm like, girl, that's the opposite of what you should be doing. Like, you got to two-time him. You got to flank, you know? <laughs> one of you get the back, one of you get the front. I mean, obviously, you and I are more equipped to handle uh, combat than Ray and Julie. Truly. And so, luckily, though, Ray is a smart guy, and he's just hanging on to a net. And he, like, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean's up right up back on that fucking ship. He's ready to go. 
Mm -hmm. This is a big ship on the inside compared to what it looks like on the outside, I gotta say. I mean, as soon as I saw that giant walk-in freezer filled with ice, I thought so as well. (laughs) That's fair. Um, And so, luckily, uh, Ray does end up back on the boat. I... (laughs) <laughs> and luckily for uh for julie she's able to climb through the ice chest um filled with dead bodies uh that actually was really just jello and then ray is like on i don't even know what these parts of the boat are called but like on the shaft <laughs> that's definitely not it the staff no what is it called there's a big like structure that he's on on top of the boat mast Tara's just staring at me. Are you Mast? frozen? <laughs> I wasn't frozen. <laughs> it was a long enough stare that I was like, I can't tell. Um, and yeah, this is when she sees the the dead bodies. Uh, mm-hmm. And meanwhile, can I tell you one of my ever- favorite things? Ray what? gets back on the boat and his fucking sweater doesn't even look wet at all. <laughs> <laughs> quality, quality uh, continuity mm-hmm. over here. And so here comes Hookman, and eventually what ends up happening is they defeat fucking Hookman with, guess what? A hook, a hook to the face. Yeah. I think it's just so disrespectful to use his own murder weapon against him. I think the problem is he has too many hooks on the boat, so you're leaving yourself <laughs> wide open for that. Oh, yeah. You can't you know? have spare hooks. No, you really can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. Oh, he does wake up though at one point and he goes, Happy Fourth of July, Julie. Oh, that's a very, that's a, that's a good line as well. Um, yeah. So, so Susie's dad, uh, whoever his name is, uh, the, the Ben Willis, never heard yeah. of that name before in my life. Um, okay. So, dead. And then, well, well no, you forgot the worst part. Where he gets Ugh. brought up by the ropes and his hand gets chopped off. Literally the hand with the hook that was holding gets yanked off. Yeah. And then I love how Ray and Julie have nothing to do with this. He just like is dangling by his ankle and then just gets flown off into the water. And he says the line, like, if you're going to kill a man, make sure he's dead. And so I'm like, okay, obviously he's not dead. If that's like, <gasps> oh, they're so stupid. You're that's right. Because then when the cops came, they're like, we didn't find a body. We don't know what to say. Exactly. Why do you think that this crazy guy was trying to kill you anyway? That's what I'm saying. And they're like, we don't know. Um, And so they're they're just happy that like, (laughs) it's so funny because like two of their friends are dead, but they're just like, I'm so happy we didn't kill anyone. (laughs) I hate these people. That's so funny. You also did, you know, hit him with a car. That is, and you tried to dump the body. Exactly. And uh, and then we're like fast forwarding another year. And again, it looks like um, Julie is actually taking care of her hair. She's in like a spa situation. She's in a towel. She's about to take a shower. She's talking about how much she loves Ray and she gets some mail and oh my God, it's the same Sharpie writing and she realizes it. She gets invited to a pool party and she's like, Ah, oh, so silly. Can- yeah, so is- she 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 thought that like the invite was another note, but turns out it was just like a frat party invite. No, I think secretly this was the killer because have you ever seen a flyer look l- more dull than this? It's literally in Sharpie. Oh. 
Okay, so like you're critiquing, you're becoming like a Jack from Dawson's Creek, a expert graphic designer. Yeah, and you're this critiquing is trash. The yeah, yeah. We've seen good flyers in our day, and this yeah. is a you this need a something flyer. brighter. Yeah, more color, like yeah. literally even a picture of a pool if you're gonna have a pool party. <laughs> and so she's walking through the steam, and yeah. on one of the doors, it's like I still know. Creepy. And this is like the biggest jump scare of the film. Right. And it's the very last scene. Yeah. Where someone jumps shot. out at her and like mm-hmm. tackles her. Yeah. So as far as we know, Ray is still alive, but we don't know where he is. Right. Well, he yeah. Sh- we assume she was talking on the phone to him. Right. But not right there. Do you think that Julie makes it? I think she has to be in the second one. I know that. I mean, yeah. Like one. she apparently, I think apparently she is in the second one. Yeah. But how does she make it? She must maybe she chokes him with her towel because I feel like they would want to do that to have mm-hmm. um Feffy be naked. Okay. Well, one year later, 1998, they released I still know what you did last summer. Yeah. And Freddie Prince Jr.'s in there. And then we have is, that's Brandy. They have Brandy in here. Brandy? wow brandy oh my gosh um and mckay pfeiffer and wow okay so go off brandy um so okay one year later at the brutal murders of her friends helen shivers and barry cox by the vengeful fisherman ben willis Julie James is attending summer classes in Boston, but suffers nightmares from the murders. Oh, these motherfuckers. They're They're just going to act like that didn't even happen? Yep, that's what happened. Wow. It was all a nightmare. So dumb. Yeah. And Brandy is Julie's roommate. Wow. Well. What a loser. Maybe in the future we can watch the sequel and still... yeah what did you think uh you've seen this right this wasn't your first <gasps> yeah talk. so i've seen this but i've seen it um a really long time ago i think that yeah. i own it i don't know i think that i owned like every single 90 movie that ever came out okay. um especially one with like such a star-studded cast um i think that this is like I would put this in the thing of like this is like a good 90s like thriller movie. Feels very 90s. It's very silly. I really enjoyed myself watching it. I yeah? Say. Were you scared? No. Okay. Would so- you be a final girl? What do you think? No. I'm out first. Because <laughs> you're blonde? Well, no, It's just like I don't care enough to live. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be like yeah. running all over the fish town like as soon as like the crabs show up, then I'm done. Yeah, you're out. I feel yeah. like I would want I would be wanting to solve the mystery, but I would end up like dead for sure. Mm. I don't then think I'd be final first, girl. Though. Adam? Adam is the final. <laughs> no, Adam's not a final girl either. Then well, who's I don't our know. final girl? Well, not on this podcast, I think is the answer. Wow. Okay. I know. Oh um, well. But we've covered a lot here. We figured out whether it takes three names to be famous. Mm-hmm. Um, to be the it girl. Consulted the crab correspondent. <laughs> was uh, this was this podcast fucked? I think it was I mean, good. absolutely. But I still think it was. I think our most 
prominent podcasts are the ones where things just go absolutely off the rails. So I think we succeeded in that department. Fair enough. I'm ready um, for a nap. I'm ready for lunch. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, Yeah. Follow us. Shit90spod.com at Shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to be coming out in November with more bonus content, of course. If you want to follow along with us covering Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World, we also do uh, weekly podcasts on those. We're in the final season of Boy Meets World, the home stretch. Uh, Dawson's Creek, we're in season five. So we still got some left there. Um, Sarah, you can find at Sarah Ferguson. You can find me at the Jess Sterling. Sarah, do you have anything else you would like to plug? Anything else you would like to promote? Uh, <laughs> uh, Midnight's is a really good album, guys. Oh my uh, god! Wait, that, do you think Taylor Swift needs your help promoting that? I, I just think really like think she does. On can I the, ask you what you is, thought? If you're on the 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 verge of like listening versus not listening, I behoove you to listen. Okay. What did you think of her outfit on Jimmy Fallon? Hated it. I kind of didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it. And I'm mad at her because I had to stay up and watch fucking Jimmy Fallon, that fucking loser. I hate him. <laughs> okay. There you go. I had to stay up and watch that watch fuck. And she yeah. didn't even sing. I have no, to watch Graham just, Norton. Do you think she are you gonna go to a concert if she has a tour? I don't like concerts. Um if there was like a reality, so she does these things where she does like very like private things where like she invites her biggest fans. Like I would do that, but I don't think I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars on a ticket to see Taylor Swift. That's a lot. I just don't like concerts. Enough. I don't really like concerts that much either. I like some concerts. It really depends. The vibe has to be good. Yeah, is the problem. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. If it was like an int- like um a small like I because she's gonna go to like all the biggest st- like giant stadium like she's gonna go to like all the, the biggest sell out everything. Yeah, yeah. And I I have zero interest. If there was like an intimate venue space, then I would consider that. Um, what's your favorite song on the album? Uh, my favorite song on the album is I really do think that Antihero, which is like her lead single, is like extremely good. I also like Lavender Haze. I also like Mastermind and I like Midnight Rain. Those okay. are my ooh, and then from the 3 a.m. version, I really like um I like Dear Reader and I like um uh The Great War and I like Glitch. You just named like 50% of the songs. I know. But the thing is, is that like in my mind, it's a no skip album. I really like every single song on it. There's not one song that I dislike. You heard it from Sarah Ferguson, a no skip album. No Um, skip album. You could hear me talking on Mythic Quest over on Pusher Recaps. Community building is coming back soon. My dog's barking. So I think that is the sign for us to end things here. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back very soon with more bonus content. Uh, And uh, I know what you did last summer, so you best not mess around. Uh, Bye, everyone. Sorry, there's like a... Do you hear the the dude right outside my door? I certainly do. (laughs) Motherfucker, I'm filming a podcast. Get out of here. He's like, like, test me, motherfucker. (laughs) What is he doing? He went closer? fucking tested me motherfucker uh what do we do well now it's quieter what's he doing is he mowing the lawn or something yeah they're mowing the lawn but they're like blowing leaves of course of course they are monsters so that i don't there's a lot of do. leaves back there jess so he's just gonna spend the whole day leaf blowing <laughs> i don't know 
Remember when leaves had those like crusty bubbles on them? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Leaves had crusty bubbles? Yeah. I think they're like bug sacks. Bug <laughs> sacks? Yeah. What do you mean a bug sack? Like I don't they had like crusty bubbles. Like eggs? Like bugs yeah, like maybe. eggs? Maybe. Eggs? Eggs. <laughs> eggs. Eggs. Yeah. Midwestern is showing. Even though I don't live in the Midwest. But yeah. Eggs. Oh! Is he gone? Yeah. Oh. Nope. This bitch! <laughs> <laughs> he really did fucking, he really did want to fuck with me. He really did. He heard okay. me, he heard me say, test me, motherfucker. And he was like, I'm gonna turn it off for, for a second. Uh, okay, he's he's walking away now. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh but yeah, then, that's much better. But then he blew all the leaves, but then where does the, where does the... Did they, did they do the street pickup? Who picks up the leaves? Do you have like a leaf collection thing for your city? I don't even know where he put them. He just made them evaporate. He's so talented. <laughs> so <laughs> leaf evaporator. Wait, but they don't suck it out. They blow it out. Obviously, they don't suck them in. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like a Ghostbusters. <laughs> and they it's suck the leaves up. Like a ghost, they suck out the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> God, no, this is bloopers. bloopers. Yeah, Yeah, but actually, do some work, Jessica. Actually, what do you mean, do some work? Dude, what was the last time you edited our podcast? I always edit the podcast. No, no, do work. Put this at the end. After the swoosh. I'll do the bloopers. Yeah. What about the swoosh? I always do the swoosh. What do you mean? I don't know. But you mean the record scratch? No, no, no. I I like the swoosh better than the. Like, <laughs> you want me to do a swoosh into bloopers? Do you? But you like the? I do like the royalty-free music. Oh well, yeah, the yeah, it's silly. All right, go ahead. Do All right, this will go there. Just ask. Shit, ninety shows taught me. 